Hello, my overachieving friend. My name is Holly Lewis, and I am past president of the Overachievers Club. I'm here to talk about the path to calming the hell down and feeling worthy without killing yourself on that perpetual hamster wheel that you're on. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to episode three of Musings of a Former Overachiever. Today, I want to talk to you about procrastination and why we do it, whether or not it's a character flaw, why you might want to do something about it, and how to find your patterns and actually do something about procrastination that's a simple, easy hack to get yourself moving. All right, let's go. So there are a lot of myths about procrastination. I hear all the time, procrastination is a character flaw. No, it's not. It is a tool that our brain uses to avoid uncomfortable emotions. The truth of it is that procrastination is a habit. It's a tool that our really smart brains uses to have us do something else because we really want to avoid the emotions that are associated with the thing that we want to do. It's not a form of laziness. It's not a character flaw, and it can be corrected. We are trying to avoid the fear of failure or success, worry or anxiety. We're trying to avoid overwhelm. We're trying to avoid feeling trapped or caged. And my particular favorite, we're trying to avoid being bored. This is a problem because the more you do it, the more it reinforces the habit. It creates more stress, which accumulates in your body in the form of guilt, panic, anxiety, and overwhelm. And all of that accumulated stress causes more health issues. And believe it or not, current research suggests that reducing procrastination by one point reduces your risk of a stress-related illness by 63%. Think about that. One point equals 63% reduced risk. That's crazy. So my particular favorite book on this subject is How to Beat Procrastination in the Digital Age by Dr. Linda Saladin. And in her book, she talks about six types of procrastinators that I really resonated with. So I'm I'm just going to cover the six types. And I want you to think about what are your common go-to patterns of procrastination? Most people know without even having to take a test. Now you can uh, get her book. I highly recommend that you get her book because she has very specific strategies for each one of these types of procrastinations. And she also has a test in there. If you're not sure what kind of procrastinator you are, it's a really quick and simple way to figure out what are your patterns in procrastination. So let's talk about the six types. 
there are perfectionist procrastinator, a dreamer procrastinator, the warrior procrastinator, the crisis maker procrastinator, the defier procrastinator, and the pleaser procrastinator. So the perfectionist procrastinator looks like someone who is avoiding the fear of failure or success. And oftentimes what you hear in your brain is, I have to get this right. And believe it or not, this is what hap was happening to me this morning when I sat down to record this podcast. I kept finding myself being distracted by, oh, I'll just look at social media. Oh, I'll just answer this email. Oh, I'll just see what meetings I have on my calendar today. Oh, I'll get another cup of tea. All because I was thinking, I have to get this episode right. You have difficulty completing tasks because of your very high standards. You get caught up in overthinking about the plan, the details, the rules, the schedule, all the things. You sometimes put things off so that you have a justification for things not being perfect. And you think things like, if I just would have had more time, when you really did have the time, you just put it off. And there's too much focus on all the details and perfection. So that's a perfectionist procrastinator. The dreamer procrastinator is avoiding the discomfort of confusion. And what, what this is saying in your head is, I don't know what to do. And so if you're thinking, I don't know what to do, and you really don't want to get into all the details of that, you start thinking about all the things you want to do, but you never actually start doing them because you don't know what to do. You wait for opportunities rather than creating your own. You spend time thinking about fin the finished project, like what's it going to look like when it's done? rather than what it takes to get it done. You don't wanna be bothered with all the details and there's definitely not enough focus on the details. So you can see the perfectionist procrastinator is all about the details. The dreamer doesn't like the details. The worrier procrastinator is someone who is trying to avoid the feelings of worry and anxiety. And it sounds a lot like what if this goes wrong? 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 And you have issues starting because you're so worried about the what ifs. You worry so much that you actually run out of time to get it done. And don't trust yourself to figure it out. You become very uptight when unexpected events happen. And you're very focused on the future and the what ifs. The crisis maker procrastinator, which this was me, <laughs> avoid boredom. So we're trying to avoid the feeling of boredom. And you have thoughts like, I work better under pressure anyway. I don't have to do this right now. This is not a priority right now. Believe me, I could tell you all the thoughts because this is my primary pattern. So you ignore and put off tasks with deadlines until the last minute to create a sense of urgency take pride in living on the edge and taking risks. You're impatient with tasks that are slow, predictable, or safe. And there's actually not enough focus on the future. So there's focus in the now, but not on the future. Like, what is this going to do in the future? The defier procrastinator wants to avoid the feeling of being trapped. 
So thinking things like, don't tell me what to do. You get sulky or irritable when you're asked to do something you don't want to do. You take offense when other people make suggestions about how you can be more productive. You work very slowly or inefficiently just in order to sabotage sabotage the chore that you resent doing. You often use the excuse, oh, I forgot, and you don't care what other people think. I have several people in my life who are defier procrastinators, and it's a really, really interesting dynamic. The pleaser procrastinator is someone who is avoiding judgment and overwhelm and thoughts, having thoughts like, oh, they're, they're going to be so disappointed in me, or they will be disappointed, and I don't want them to be disappointed. So they have difficulty saying no and then feel really resentful or overwhelmed when it's time to do the work. Run around to a busy work without feeling like they're accomplishing anything. Get over involved with other people's problems while ignoring their own. Have a very strong need for approval from other people and care too much about what other people think. So those are the six types. Do you see yourself in any of those? For me, I know I am a blend of the crisis maker and the perfectionist and the defier. And so it makes for an interesting dynamic. But here's the solution. Just think about what are your top two patterns? Just pick two, the two you think they are. And then you want to catch yourself procrastinating. And when you catch yourself procrastinating, I want you to lean in and ask yourself, what emotion are you trying to avoid? Name it, write about it, remind yourself that emotions really only last 90 seconds and remind yourself that you, you're not going to feel better if you procrastinate. It's just going to end up in overwhelm, guilt, all kinds of long-term effects, cumulative stress. You're not going to feel better. Just remind yourself, you're not going to feel better if you procrastinate. And then ask your brain, what is one small, easy thing I can do right now to move this forward? Try and make a game out of it. What's something that I can do that's really fun that will move this forward? And don't let your brain tell you no. Do it and then celebrate the shit out of that, that you were able to not procrastinate, that you were able to catch yourself and break the habit pattern that your brain has to procrastinate because it doesn't want to feel the feelings. And that's all there is to it, my friends, is recognize your patterns, recognize when you're procrastinating, because a lot of times we don't until it's (laughs) way down the road, and then really question yourself. Like, why am I doing this? What am I afraid of? Why am I afraid to be bored? A lot of times when you just stop and pause and have that conversation about what you're afraid of, 
you're going to figure out that's just nonsense. I don't have to be afraid of that. I'm an adult. All right, my friends. I hope this was helpful. It's been pretty helpful for me in my life because I would procrastinate to create pressure. And now that I'm on to myself, I don't do that as much anymore. I've broken, I'm in the process of breaking that habit. And I feel much better. Less pressured, less stressed. All right, friends, have a beautiful day. And I'll see you next week. Hi, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love to invite you to come over to Facebook and join my Facebook group called the Burned Out Overachievers Recovery Lounge. In there, I have all kinds of classes, recorded classes on how to partner with your nervous system, how to think differently about what's happening at work, and how to stop overworking. I would love to meet you. Come on over. The water's fine.